Freakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking Broadcasts, Google freaking Play, Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Sandman Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is freaking Sandy the Sandman Farkas, coming via satellite freaking New York from freaking Doug Jordan's garage. Next in the freaking lineup, Tadia freaking Risher, coming from a freaking house of self-prostitution, also via freaking satellite freaking New York. And finally, bringing up the rear the way that he likes it, freaking Doug the slug freaking Jordan, joining us from his own freaking house, also via freaking satellite freaking New York, weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our week in freaking review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it has been one week since we last spoke, and geez Louise, down on my knees, we're so freaking hot and for you. To be perfectly freaking honest with you, God bless you, and, and we've been thinking of you. And growing in our freaking trousers every little bit, inch by inch, Doug Jordan. And weakers and tweakers will remember that Doug Jordan wasn't here last week. Couldn't find hide nor hair of him. And he blew us off. And maybe he was playing with himself while he was thinking about... Well, geez Louise, you know where I was going to go with that. So, Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? How was your week? How are you? Where were you? And... Jeez Louise, down on my knees, where is freaking Tadia's freaking money? Uh, yeah, I uh, just need to clarify a couple things. Uh, I didn't blow anybody off. I specifically sent the group a text message saying that I wouldn't be there because I had to clean up the burning wreckage from the bird. Uh, also, definitely was not playing with myself, and I am not and I wish that you would stop asking me that every week. But I didn't say that you were us off. I said you were thinking about us off, and then you were playing with yourself. Yeah, I can confirm that that none of that happened. And how are you? Or did you answer that already? Yeah, I did. And I said, I'm not. And I wish you'd stop asking me every week. Okay. What about the money, Doug? Yeah. Yeah, I don't owe Tadia any money. Uh, Weakers and tweakers know that he somehow started a uh, GoFundMe for his fake uh, cancer incident and put it in my name. And now is claiming that I owe him a bunch of money, but I think that he actually got all the money and he's just trying to pin it onto me. So a lot of compounding interest, Doug. You better hurry up. Yeah. So now that everybody's all caught up to speed on that one, thank you, Doug Jordan. How was your week? Uh, I mean, week was all right. Like I said, I was cleaning up the burning garbage uh, from my my yard from the bird uh, extravaganza. Uh, on top of that, I got some good news. Uh, I received a, a pretty uh, hefty inheritance from uh, my grandfather's passing. So I've got some ideas on what to do with the money. Uh, step one is fix my yard. Uh, step two is going to be, I think I'm going to finally make my dreams come true and build a, a muscle car that I've always freaking wanted. Uh, so I'm going to get that started uh, pretty soon here. Wait a minute, wait a minute. But Sandy's living in your garage. Well, we'll have to make room for the car and for, for Sandy. Yeah, because I'm not freaking going anywhere. I am just finally got freaking comfortable. Yeah, but I definitely want to get a, I want to build a car. So I'm going to, I think I want to do that too. So we're going to have to sp- split the space. But what's going to happen with your truck? I'll keep the truck, but then I'll have a, a freaking cool muscle car. And so Sandy's going to have to sleep in the truck now? Is that what you're saying? No, he, I mean, I'll, I'll just split. The, it's a it's a double wide garage. I can have. Jeez, Doug, you mean to tell me that you're freaking be- bequeathing me uh, your freaking truck? 
Well, I'm going to still drive the truck in the winter, I think. Wow. I, I absolutely freaking accept. Uh, that's very freaking gracious of you. And um, and I freaking, I freaking accept. And that could be another job opportunity for Sandy because we all know that his last job was delivering pizzas with a truck. He would be able to do that again. Thank you, Doug Jordan. And congratulations on your dead grandfather's money that landed in your lap after you took care of what you'd finally needed to do. Some things do pay off. Yeah, I just want to clarify. You can you can borrow the truck, but you know not until I I fix up the car. So we'll we'll work that out in the future. I'm just I'm just thrilled that you're freaking finally getting the freaking reward you deserve for putting an old man down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't kill my grandfather. He died on his own. Well, well, if you didn't do it, you should have. Yeah, and when we dug it up, you kind of looked like you killed him. It looked like he was murdered. Yeah. Might have just been the dirt on him, and and he was all, he, it wasn't looking good. But you know, it was the maybe freaking decay was setting in. I'm not. When we dug the old man up with those flashlights on it and the dirt on his suit, it looked like a crime scene. I kept thinking that in my head, but we have moved on from that point. So, well, God bless you, Doug Jordan. I'm glad to have you freaking back. You're absolutely freaking hilarious your entire life. And now that you're going to be a rich, rich man with a nice, fancy new muscle car, you're going to have to be maybe my godfather and take me out on a freaking town and get some ice cream once in a while in the car. So, God bless you. Now, on to freaking Tadia freaking Risher. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? How was your weeks, Tadia? How are you? And God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, a lot better than I was last week. Um, to answer your second freaking question, or maybe it was the third, I'm very freaking uh, Doug, I don't know if you answered the question earlier or not, but I might be than you. But yeah, it's been a lot of stuff happening. Um, you know, a lot of money coming into the house. And uh, I noticed that the freaking Kardashians canceled their freaking reality show. And it gave me a bright freaking idea. What if I started a reality show here in the freaking prostitution home? That's a freaking brilliant idea. It would yeah. be like a show, many shows within a larger show. Mm-hmm. It'd, be, it'd be basically you just freaking come in and you'd get to know all the freaking models names. Chet, Chad, Jake, Lewis, Lorenzo, and all the freaking cast of characters. And then, then you follow them around and then they just freaking have sex on camera, on camera. And they're like, and they're backstabbing each other in the hot tub scenes. And mm-hmm. and somebody gets voted off the island. And it's just absolutely freaking hilarious. At the the possibilities are freaking endless. The winner of the week gets to do a freaking show in the in the nursery room because that's what everybody wants to freaking do. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we could also have freaking challenges where you have to eat gross foods. But obviously the gross foods ha- have to come out of a freaking orifice. Out of a freaking orifice? Is that what you said? Like someone's mouth? Yeah, I mean, maybe someone's mouth. I was thinking someone's freaking dug if you have to know. Yeah. That is absolutely hilarious. Um, and where are you in the process of that as of now? Uh, so far, right now, I'm just drafting ideas. So any sort of input from the freaking panel is more than welcome because I, I, including names, I need a good name for it. Well, I was playing a board game because we have board game nights at the freaking group home and we're forced to play. I don't want to. I say, leave me out of it. I, I want nothing to do with this. And the board game night that we were playing the other night was Clue. 
So if you could incorporate a murder somehow in one of the rooms in the house with one of the objects in the house, and maybe all season long you have to figure out who did it, and I'm just hoping you're not the one that gets killed, but, I mean, that's up in the air at this point. You're just shopping ideas around. Right. Yeah, that's a good idea. I am a little concerned that most of the freaking clues are just going to end up being me in the nursery with a poisoned cupcake because that's usually how it ends up being if anybody were to die here. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a beautiful freaking idea. God bless you. Thank you. Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas. Jeez Louise, down to my knees. We haven't heard enough from you and God bless you. And how are you doing? How was your week? How freaking are you? We love you. Um, I'm, I, um, I freaking appreciate everything you just said. Um, what was the freaking question? Am I, yeah, yeah. Um, freaking drunk. I'm freaking drunk too. I'm being freaking honest with you. Been drinking. I've actually been, I've actually been freaking drinking a lot recently. Absolutely freaking hilarious. And God bless you. I mean, when you are drunk as the dick is off of freaking brown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At, at the moment, I would say I'm freaking drunk as the freaking dick is, and I am freaking as the freaking dick is. And, uh, and I've been freaking playing with my d- a little bit if you freaking uh, if you freaking need to know um uh, i'm sorry are, are you are still are, are you have you asked me a question what are, I, what, are, what, are what are we doing how was your week uh it's been uh, it's been I, I may have mentioned i've been freaking drinking uh, a lot um yeah i've been freaking drinking a lot uh, things that uh home everything at freaking home is um i'm i'm str- uh, it's been freaking stressful uh, Doug and I aren't freaking getting along very well these days, um, which is a huge freaking um, sort of a shift for me. Uh, he's mad about the, the mess, uh, the ashes, the freaking garbage, and the freaking his yard is damn near freaking destroyed. And I told him I will not be freaking helping with it. I will not freaking lift a, a single freaking finger. Uh, and then on top of that, freaking, I got freaking Nancy freaking breathing down my neck, telling me that she thinks we freaking did something wrong, that we freaking put her a freaking husband in a freaking coma, uh, and that she needs to freaking go back to freaking church and freaking beg for freaking forgiveness. And, 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 and it's having quite a negative effect on my freaking sex life, if I'm being freaking honest with you. Wait a minute. She wants you to go to church? Even something about yeah, freaking, uh, freaking, freaking confessing. That I, um, it would be good for me and her to both freaking go and freaking confess our freaking sins. Sandy, do not do that. That is a freaking trap. Trust me. I have been lured in by very nice people to very freaking uncomfortable places because of freaking churches. And please, I trust me. Do not do that. I have stories that I could tell, but not on the radio. Um, I, I, yeah, I just want to let everyone know I have zero freaking interest in even entertaining the idea of freaking going to freaking church. I'm just going to freaking double down on the freaking brown, if you know what I mean, and freaking, as I always say, freaking head down, freaking chin up. Yeah. We're going to get, we're going to freaking get through this, Doug. Yeah. 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 Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. It's funny that you mentioned Gaston because my week, God bless me, I went to visit the freaking poor man in freaking, I was going to say prison, but he's actually, it's the prison that he's in is his own body right now because he can't freaking move a muscle. But geez, Louise, down on my knees, I went to visit him in the hospital and I told him, I said, look, Gaston, I know that you can't speak much right now, but just listen. You need not worry, and I know you're upset and you're worried that you're not there to care for your wife. But she is in good hands. Trust me, I just saw Sandy with her. He is taking care of her. He is making sure that all is well. She needs a strong man right now to watch her. 
in her grief. And Sandy the Sandman and Farkas is the strongest little man I have ever met in my entire life. And I said, and the freaking is freaking man, by the way. And the freaking drunkest man, which is, and he's absolutely hilarious. I said, in many ways, he's also completely able-bodied. I said, in except for a freaking pinky finger, but I said, in many ways, he is the opposite of everything that you are right now, Gaston. So you need not worry. And he couldn't speak, but he let out a guttural sort of groan, which I could tell meant that I had gained his approval, and so had you. So, all's well that ends well, as we always say. God bless you, Gaston, if you're listening, and I know you are. Yeah, uh, I also went to go freaking visit Gaston in the freaking, in the freaking hospital. I was freaking drunk. I freaking got completely freaking lost, and then eventually just freaking gave up and went home. Yeah. Well, you didn't miss much. I mean, have you ever seen a roll of toilet paper that's been unrolled and then rolled up again? That's basically what this guy looks. He's covered in bandages. He's a burn victim right now. I mean, he can't. There's nothing you can do. He, he gets suspended from freaking wires above a bed, mostly. They have to flip him every 30 minutes. Poor fella. But either way, we move on and we heal from this. We learn and we heal from this. And we hope Gaston heals. I think the worst is over, but I'm not sure. So, geez louise, down on my knees, weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, we got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. We got a freaking segment at the end. If you want to call in, join the conversation, go ahead and call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions uh, well, starts freaking now. I got we I uh, was supposed to do the chicken nugget thing last week and I wasn't here and I just want to let you know I'm prepared to do that so if you want to put that in in now or you want to do it at the end or so or or before the news or after the news just let me know the freaking chicken nugget thing from two weeks ago that we said you could do last week you could do well, it you over have, and then you didn't do it you have that well, ready you, now well yeah you asked me to do it I, I just wasn't here last week I I was prepared Doug Jordan. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. I'm speechless. I'm speechless that you prepared something. I'm speechless that you had the gall to think you could do it right now. And I'm also interested in knowing what you freaking brought to the table. So, geez, Louise, I don't know what to do. I guess, weakers and tweakers, a few weeks ago, we talked about this, that McDonald's had introduced in the first 57 years of the existence of the McNuggets. It introduced the first new flavor, which is the spicy McNugget. And we, I guess without further freaking ado, Doug Jordan wants you to go ahead and take it to the freaking sports desk. Uh, okay. Uh, hi, I'm Doug Jordan, and uh, this is the sports desk. Uh, today we're going to be talking about chicken nuggets. So let's begin. Uh, the chicken nugget was invented in, in 1950 and originally given the name Chicken Crispy. The process of making nuggets begins by deboning pieces of chicken, then grinding it into a meat paste, and then the paste is then shaped, battered, and fried. While invented in the 1950s, McDonald's didn't start serving the nuggets until the 1970s in select restaurants and then made national in 1983. Chicken McNuggets come in four distinct shapes. The bell, the bow tie, the ball, and the boot. 
And the reason why they come in those shapes is to ensure proper cooking time for an order of McNuggets. The McNugget formula was eventually changed in 2016 to improve nutritional value. McDonald's also carries uh, the choice of seven dipping sauces uh, for their McNuggets. They have Big Mac sauce, tangy barbecue sauce, spicy buffalo, creamy ranch sauce, honey mustard sauce, and sweet and sour sauce. They also offer other condiments to be used on the McNuggets, such as ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, which is uh, Taylor's favorite, and tartar sauce. And now for the first time ever, McDonald's is going to be releasing a, a deviation of their original McNugget formula called the Spicy Chicken McNuggets. According to a press release made by McDonald's, the new McNuggets will be, quote, breaded with a sizzling tempura coating made of both cayenne and chili peppers. As well as the McNugget release, the new menu will feature a brand new sauce to pair with the spicy McNugget, the Mighty Hot Sauce, a powerful blend of crushed red pepper and spicy chilies. Which, according to McDonald's, is their first new sauce innovation since 2017 and the hottest one available at McDonald's. You forgot dinosaurs, though, because I have had many, most nuggets I have had are actually dinosaurs shaped. And those cook very quickly. I can cook them right in my microwave, Doug Jordan, so. Well, I mean, that's McDonald's is the four, the bell, the boot, the bow tie, and the ball. <laughs> can I just interrupt? Doug, what the f- was that yeah and yeah why don't you go ahead and do that on your own freaking show well you told me to do it so that's why i, I did didn't it. i didn't freaking tell you to do anything what yeah. the hell are you talking about i thought you were doing a sports desk yeah. this is a sports desk you didn't even freaking say anything about freaking sports yeah but i never say anything about sports because i don't really watch sports what the hell are you freaking talking about it's called a freaking sports desk Doug, the yep. NBA playoffs are going on right now. Yeah, how do you? How can you work that in? McNuggets. Maybe they. Maybe one of the jerseys going to have a McNugget on it, in the corner by the lapel. I mean, there's a freaking there's a freaking basketball team called the freaking Nuggets, and somehow you didn't freaking mention that. And they're still in the freaking contention. They 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 they're tied three three with the freaking Clippers. I heard. Jokic is one of the best players in the NBA. I couldn't believe you you wouldn't wrap that into your sports desk. Well, see, I was supposed to talk about chicken nuggets. Yeah. You know, at the, yeah, that seems like that's all you freaking talked about. Seems like you wouldn't freaking shut up about it. Well, this, I is did re- this is a free Doug, shut up. This is a freaking hour long freaking show, Doug. And we don't need you freaking sucking up any more freaking airtime. You have your own show. Although I do appreciate you mentioning that I like mayonnaise. So I appreciate it. Thank you, Doug. Well, I'm never doing this again. No, so. ble- well, no, let's not go that far. No, I'm not doing it again. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Dr. Phil made headlines after he made a specific request of one group of social media users, according to the Huffington Post. Phil McGraw, a.k.a. Dr. Phil, posted a video on TikTok asking his followers to stop calling him, quote, daddy in the comments section of the social media app. Quote, I hate to break it to you, but I ain't your daddy. Your real daddy is probably getting his feelings hurt, McGraw said. The quote, you have to stop posts are popular among TikTok users, and many of McGraw's followers responded quickly using patriarchal names like father and papa instead. So, geez louise, down on my knees, Phil McCracken is at it again on social media. And now he is pissed. 
Doug Jordan, you're a father. If a bunch of freaking TikTok users started calling you daddy, would you tell him to stop or would you embrace it? Would you embrace the freaking patriarchal name? Uh, well, I, I mean, I am a father, so I guess I would embrace it. Thank you, daddy. Yeah, that was a little weird, actually. Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas. Dr. Phil. What? 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 Um, what, what? Dr. Phil McCracken, do you like him? Um, uh, 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 haven't given, given it much, no, I uh, haven't given it freaking much thought, but no, uh, I don't know, not freaking, freaking particularly. Yeah. I, I agree at this point, because he is rude and sassy, and he is bald as a dickens. And you never see him wearing a hat, but he never has a sunburn on that bald head, so where, uh, how does he manage? Are you, isn't that, are you just talking to me, but... Well, I feel like Doug Jordan squeezed the life out of that one with the freaking chicken nugget comment. Yeah, it's we're just trying to freaking pick up the pieces here. Yeah. What do what do chicken nuggets have to do with this story? You tell us, Daddy. All right. No. Okay. I I take back what I said. I don't want to be called Daddy. How about freaking Papa? Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe Poppy or Big Poppy. You can just call me Doug. That would probably work best. No, I don't think so, Big Poppy. Even though I would prefer if everybody would call me Mike, as that is my actual first name. But but you lost that long ago as a punishment. So, Last week, the founder of the jelly bean giant Jelly Belly announced that he will be hosting a series of treasure hunts that could leave one lucky participant with the key to one of his candy factories, according to WFLA Fox 8. Prior to his retirement, Jelly Belly founder David Klein will be initiating a winner-take-all scavenger hunt with prizes valued at $5,000 each. According to Klein, winners will have to compete for the, quote, ultimate treasure, which will be the key to one of the candy factories and an all-expense-paid trip and candy education in Candy Making University. Klein and his partner have hid necklaces as a form of Willy Wonka-style golden ticket in many states across the country. Those interested in participating will have to pay $49.99 to get access to their state's clue. Each treasure hunt is limited to a 1,000 participants. So, geez louise, down on my knees, we basically got another Willy Wonka on our hands. As if we didn't learn our freaking lesson the first time. What do you mean? Well, I mean, we we all saw the blueberry. We know what happened to the blueberry and the fat boy that got sucked up the chocolate river. Didn't end well for them. And now who's next with this freaking madman on the freaking loose? With his crazy jelly bean factory. And how many m****s work at that factory? Percent-wise, Doug Jordan. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I do not know how many uh, people work at the Jelly Bean Factory. I'm on it. Thank you. Wait, but how many work at the factory? Yeah. Yeah, make sure you type in I did. How many work at Jelly Belly? What, anything, anything coming up? What are... You know what? They won't even freaking mention on their website. Because they're probably not freaking paying them. They're probably not on freaking payroll. Um, that's the feeling I got from freaking Wonka. Was that? Was that? I don't. I, don't, I bet he's. He, I bet he's not even freaking paying these little guys. It's more of a room and board situation. 
I also think it's probably illegal get around because they didn't freaking call them in the movie. They called them Oompa Loompas. So I'm going to look up how many Oompa Loompas work at Jelly Belly. There you go. Now, Sandy Sandman freaking Farkas, you have always wanted to explore uh, new opportunities of employment. Would candy making be a freaking situation that you would be interested? And if so, would you participate in this freaking contest? Why are you asking me that? Because you have many different jobs, but you currently don't have one. We're talking about freaking working at a freaking jelly bean factory. Um, well, if if that is the case, then geez, Louise, down on my knees, they're going to have some very small doorways that only short people will be able to grant access into. And I thought that that would not be an impediment when it came to you and your stature. And you love jelly beans, probably. Yeah, I do. Green, obviously, I freaking love green jelly beans. Uh, if you know, if the freaking money's right and they're freaking hiring, um, you know, uh, yeah, I would con- consider it, but not if there's freaking too many. M-s. Yeah, I got, I got bad news for you. Oh no, it's looking like a hundred percent of the employees at freaking Jelly Belly are. M-s. I'm so sorry. I knew it. Well, that's what you freaking this guy. So we know this guy is a freaking madman. Willy Wonka too, Mr. Klein, basically. So, well, I mean, you could use this scheme as kind of a way to to take over one of the factories and then start a revolution against Mr. Jellybelly, and then he'd take over the whole plant. Well, yeah, he's planning his retirement. Here's the funny thing: he says that you get the keys to the Jelly Bean Factory. It's not is the Jelly Bean Factory also a car? Because I don't know, I don't understand. Why would you want the keys? What are you gonna do with the door? But open the door. But the doors are tiny. You wouldn't be able to get in if you got it. If you got the only Sandy might be able to squeeze through that door. Well, I mean, I'm, I, um, I'm, I'm I'm not even gonna freaking. I'm freaking. I'm so freaking drunk right now. This is a mess. This might be the freaking drunkest I've ever been at this time of the day. Yeah, it's early too. So, God bless you. Thank you for the freaking blessing. Last week, it was announced that Drew Barrymore will be starting her very own daytime talk show, according to USA Today. The Drew Barrymore show will make its debut on CBS, where Barrymore will bring a blend of games, giveaways, comedy sketches, and celebrity interviews. In the show's first week, the 45-year-old host will interview former co-stars Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and Adam Sandler. For now, the E.T., the extraterrestrial actor, will be hosting the show without an audience and will combine live and pre-taped segments out of the show's New York-based studio. Barrymore's show goes up against daytime powerhouse like Dr. Phil and the Ellen DeGeneres show, as well as fellow newcomers Kelly Clarkson and Tamron Hall. So, she's back. They said that, you know, you can't hold her down. She has never, you know, she's never stayed strayed from the public eye for too long. And I didn't even know that she played an E.T. I think they should give that freaking wardrobe department and the freaking makeup person an award for that movie. Do you think she might do this show in the E.T. makeup? She would have just about one question. She'd just say, she'd just be constantly asking if they had a phone. That would be the one question, Lucy Lou, do you have a phone? And then her little fingertip glows. I'm sorry. I'm I'm also kind of drunk, so I can't really answer the question. I gotta Wait, tell you, yeah, what, that yeah. What are we? What? Why are we talking about freaking ET? What is? 
Because she played E.T. in E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Oh. We're talking about Drew Barrymore. And I always thought she looked a little more like Miss Piggy than E.T. If I, if I was going to rank her in terms of Muppets. Doug, who would you rather freaking have sex with? Miss Piggy or E.T.? Uh... Or which I one guess, do you find more freaking sexually attractive? I had never given any thought to either of them. Uh, I guess E.T. That's surprising. Yeah, I don't believe I don't believe that for one second. See, he's he's just trying to misdirect us. But here's the thing: who looks more like Miss Piggy, Drew Barrymore, or that comedian? What's her name? Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Who looks more like like Miss Piggy, Drew Barrymore, or Amy Schumer? I think I think Amy Schumer takes a cake on that one, fellas. Yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah. they should give her the show if they're trying to do a Muppets reunion. Or well, you can't have too many talk show hosts that look like pigs because you'll have freaking James Corden too. So you just gotta be careful. Ugh. Yeah, James Corden looks like a pig in a suit. If you put a bunch of James Corden around a card table and then took a picture and they were smoking cigars and stuff they would think that somebody had drawn a picture of the freaking the dog card playing picture but had replaced it with pigs last week a tiktok user's video went viral amassing 8 million views after her mother fell through the ceiling according to fox news liz san milan was reportedly rehearsing for a vocal audition when her mother who was looking for luggage in the attic crashed through the ceiling leaving her legs dangling above quote there was a loud noise i turn around and all of a sudden my mom's leg is through the ceiling san milan said my dad said did you just fall through the ceiling and my mom said you're not going to ask if I'm okay. She was a little sassy about it, actually. According to reports, San Milan's mother was uninjured from the fall, but her father has been unable to repair the damage. So, Sandy the Sandman Farkas. Um, yeah. To me, uh, so what we have friggin' here is, uh, Liz San Milan friggin' making a video. Mom friggin' comes crashing through the friggin' ceiling. Yeah. And she was uninjured. I don't know. This is this is starting to freaking smell a little bit like a freaking non-story to me. Yeah. This is a, this is the kind of thing that we do on this freaking program. We... Well, if you had seen the video when the mother's legs are dangling from the ceiling, it is kind of funny. But in retrospect, it doesn't actually seem to work on a radio show. And though I can't tell users to wa- see the video. I can encourage it, and I do. It's kind of been a rough show, and I don't want to point fingers or keep kicking a dead horse, but really all did start with that weird sports test that Doug Jordan did, and then we just kind of snowballed there from bad story to bad story. Yeah, freaking can't really manage to freaking bounce back and freaking find a groove. Yeah. Hopefully we can right the ship with our final segment, but we do have some more news to get through. Last week, a Kentucky man was arrested for allegedly stealing a police canine after luring the animal away with, quote, Vienna sausages, according to WDBR Kentucky. Brandon Harmon of Smithfield was accused of stealing the police dog from Henry County Sheriff's Office. The incident began when the 26-year-old was picked up by the sheriff's deputy for trespassing on private property. The interaction gave Harmon the opportunity to ask the deputy if he knew what had happened to the canine that had been stolen earlier. The dog, which had been stolen from a fenced-in property, was missing for a period of time 
and had been recovered. When the deputy asked Harmon why he was asking about the canine, Harmon said he, quote, had something to do with it. Quote, I coaxed him out with Vienna sausages, Harmon said, according to the arrest report. <clears throat> and, geez Louise, down on my knees, they arrested him. So, Doug Jordan, if you needed to coax an animal into your, let's say you had a van, a dirty old van, and you needed to coax him in, how would you do it? Well, why would I be coaxing an animal into my van? Come on, Doug. Doug. I mean, I don't. I don't normally just go out and coax animals into my van. Because you don't have a van yet. But let's say you get that van with your grandfather's inheritance. How do you coax animals into it? I don't know. Peanut butter. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Doug, what is a Vienna sausage? I've never known. Yeah, Doug, take the, it to the freaking sports desk. Well, I don't, I'm not prepared to do a, a bit about Vienna sausages. It's yeah, a little, Doug, it's a little, Doug, it comes in a can. Doug, shut up. This is the freaking sports desk. This no. is actually the opportunity that you've been waiting for, which is right now, the sports desk. Talk about sausage. The floor is yours. Well, it's a, it comes in a can. That's all I know. It comes, I've never had one. It, it's probably pork based and it comes in a can. And what's the difference between cocktail weenies and Vienna sausages? Well, those aren't the cocktail wieners. Don't usually come in a can. They come in you what? You buy those. A bag. Do you know what, what is a freaking? What is a pig in a blanket? Yeah, that's a cocktail wiener wrapped in cr- croissant dough. What would you do if there was a freaking pig in a blanket right in front of you in your van? The food? No, Doug, not the freaking food. And underneath but, the blanket, the pig was naked. I, I guess I'd bring it to a farm and drop it off. Well, yeah, you got more freaking pigs at the freaking farm. You want to go straight to the freaking source. Freaking greedy, Doug. I don't have sex with uh, farm animals. Well, God bless you either way. Last week, stars from South Korean Idol geared up for the airing of the new competition-based show 2020 Idol Woof Woof Championship on Korean channel MBC, according to All K-Pop News. The show will take place over the Kyusuk holiday weekend and plans to pit former K-Pop Idol stars and their dogs against each other. Hosted by Jun Hoon Moo and Red Velvet's Joy, the program will feature agility contests with participating pups and their famous owners. The show is rumored to include Mama Moo's Moon Bayou and dogs Daebak, Hangyeon and Gungyang and Cosmic Girls Subin and with dog Lucky, Shushua and dogs Haiku and Mata, Yubin with dog Kongbin, Got Sevens Jay with dog Coco Goddess, Golden Child's Jui Yung with dog Bangu, and Lovely's C.O.G. Zoo with dog Wuju. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, they are back at it with a new idea for an idol. And leave it to the freaking South Koreans. God bless them. They know what they're doing when it comes to primetime television. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, how much are you looking forward to 2020 Idol Woof Woof Championship on Korean channel MBC? Uh, yeah. You know, just my thought things were, were really freaking taking a turn for the freaking worse. Uh, there's always a freaking little light at the end of the freaking tunnel. Yeah. Uh, and please don't interrupt me. Uh, I would say that freaking 2020 Idol Woof Woof Championship on Korean Channel NBC 
it, it may just be the freaking what this, this freaking world needs right now. Hmm. Yeah, and 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 I'm and I'm freaking thrilled to hear freaking John Hyun Mu uh, is gonna be freaking freaking steering the freaking ship. Yeah, and don't forget Red Velvet's joy. Yeah. I think uh, a dark horse in this competition, though, is going to be C.U.G. Sue's uh, dog, Wooju. Yeah, Wooju. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Doug, don't. Uh, I'm, I'm freaking, uh, really, honestly, leading a little bit more towards uh, Golden Child's Jai Yoon with uh, dog, Bongu. Um, and I think Bongu is going to just edge him out, you know, just by the freaking hair, skin of his, hair of his, uh, he's going to win. And the thing is, though, the sleeper in all of this is you, Ben, with Dog Kong, Ben. Because, geez Louise, down on my knees, nobody's expecting them to go very far. But they j- they got a chance to just maybe take it all. Well, I think they're going to run into a little bit of trouble if they get paired up with Young Jay and his dog, Coco Goddess. Yeah. And, Doug, who do you prefer, ha- ha- Haku or Mata? Uh, I don't know any of these people or their dogs. Uh, I'm just wondering how I would be able to watch this show. Uh, is there uh, some sort of a cable package which features Korean Channel M- NBC? Well, but why would you want to watch it if you don't know any of the dogs or the people? Well, I mean, it just seems like you guys know a lot about it. So I, I you know, I kind of want to do my homework and, and watch it and maybe watch it together with everybody. So if, if I got to buy a cable package that has it, I guess I would. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. What you here's a little homework for you. Moon Bayun has three dogs. One Dayback, the other one Hang Woo, and the best one of all, Gung Gang. And 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 how much of an advantage is that to have three dogs in a competition where most of them only have one? It's an agility contest, Doug. I guess that would be a pretty good good you know good odds if you have three and everybody else has one. Doug, it's a South Korean show. Yeah, which is why I'm surprised you guys know so much about it. I bet you can get it on satellite. My okay. money's on freaking Wooju. Yeah. Which is a, which is one of the dogs. Yeah, owned by CG Sue of Lovelies. These are stars, Doug. And they're coming down from the sky to perform and compete in 2020 Idol Wolf Wolf Championship. And this is according to all K-pop news, Doug. Yeah. And you, and you definitely should look into getting a freaking cable package where we can all freaking watch this. Yeah, because we have sort of run the freaking gamut when it comes to the poker games. And I think this would be a great bonding experience for those of us on the show. Last week, a Florida family made headlines after The Independent ran a story about how the pandemic has left them with a lemonade stand as their only source of income. Erin Bailey of Greenacres, Palm Beach County, lost her lawn care business after the coronavirus pandemic hit the country in March. Since then, the single mother of four has been unable to find a new job due to school closures, forcing her to stay home with her children. The family's only source of income now comes from a roadside lemonade stand. The children, ranging from six to eight, started as a way to make extra money. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, this is a perfect segue into our final freaking segment. 
with many people struggling to find work due to the economic downturn as a result of the coronavirus and Donald Trump, there has never been a better time to get into a business. But many people don't know where to start when it comes to getting into a business, so we here at Our Week would like to help by offering Weakers and Tweakers a thought-provoking dreamscape in a roundtable panel discussion called Our Week's Guide to Business Using the A-Category Systems Analysis. So, without further freaking ado, the freaking A-Category Systems Analysis includes 1. Food, 2. Shelter, 3. Clothing, 4. Toilet, 5. Cars and Motorcycles, 6. Sports, 7. Geography, and 8. Miscellaneous, which everyone knows is freaking sex. So, geez louise, down on my knees. Without further freaking ado, I will start with number 1. Food, obviously freaking lemonade. Lemonade is a great business, can so easily support a family of freaking five, especially in Florida where it's always freaking hot and muggy, and you just set this little thing up on the freaking roadside, and God bless you, geez louise, down to my knees, you're going to sell some freaking lemonade. But the problem is, if the world keeps going the way it is, I don't think there's going to be too many lemons to squeeze if weakers and tweakers know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about the freaking hobo village. And this is where, basically, we abandon our freaking lives as we know it and move into city centers with giant barrel fires everywhere in little huts together in a hobo village. And food runs dry. Farmers die. But we will prevail through, basically, our only source of food, which is freaking squirrel meat. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, it's a barter system out there. So whoever has the most squirrels can get the most day laborers or get themselves a horse, which we'll get to in a bit, or get themselves another barrel fire or uh, maybe a window or a piece of glass that works as a mirror so that they can try to shave their freaking hobo whiskers off. And if you've want proof, just go back to other episodes. Cheese Louise down on my knees. Number two, Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas is Selter. Uh, yeah. Um, so, as freaking, as far as freaking business is freaking concerned, uh, in the freaking hobo village, there would be no shelters, uh, other than the ones that you would freaking make, you freaking lean-tos, freaking little teepee-looking things, uh, shacks, uh, uh, freaking gutters to freaking sleep in, uh, and... And and that's and that's how freaking business freaking gets done in the freaking in the villain freaking village. And in the, in the hobo freaking village, let's say you want to freaking lock your door. How do you go about doing it? The thing is, you can never lock your freaking door. Yeah. Uh, there's always. Please note. Uh, the the. It, uh, uh, Everyone freaking abides by the freaking open door freaking policy in the freaking hobo village, which is why so many freaking hilarious freaking escapades go down the way they freaking do. You walk in on a guy freaking eating a freaking squirrel and playing with himself, and and uh, and maybe walk in another guy freaking playing with a squirrel and eating himself. Uh, maybe walking in a guy uh, going number one. Uh, what is this? What are we doing? What is the question? Shelter. And freaking, um, this is a guide to business. Yeah, so I guess you could make a shelter, and now that's your business. That's your business, is the shelter yeah. that you're bu- building. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Number three, clothing, Tadia freaking Risher. 
Yeah, well, obviously in the hobo village, this kind of poses an issue because we've established already that everybody's just going to be wearing freaking loincloths. Or if you're a high member of the society, probably going to be wearing freaking leather, assless chaps and 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 shirts with no uh, no holes where the nipples go, Doug. So I think uh, clothing might not really work out if you're if you're trying to open a business up in the hobo village um i would suggest uh probably just going without clothes because from from my standpoint sex sells every every dollar i've made over the last year uh i've done it naked so just don't wear clothes yeah and they always say uh freaking dress for the freaking job that you want and if you're living in the freaking hobo village you want to be a freaking squirrel hunter or a yeah and, and you're dressing you're already dressed that way you're wearing a loincloth or in, or in doug jordan's case you might want to be a stable boy and work with the horses and god bless you doug there's a job for everybody you might not necessarily get paid but we're talking about business here you need to make it your business you work, I don't want you, anything you, to do with the horses. You set up a livery, Doug. That's what it's called, a stable. A livery is a business with a stable where you water the horses. And we'll get to what the horses are in just a minute, but Doug Jordan, number four, toilet, your favorite freaking category. How do you make I, a I business out of that in the Hobo Village? I don't, I don't really see it. Everybody's kind of saying these things, and they really don't have anything to do with business, and I don't really see how you could do a, a toilet. Not, Doug, your, your category is toilet. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, the floor I, is yours. Uh, I mean, in the future, everybody's Number probably going to go to the toilet wherever they want. So, can't okay. really make a How do you turn it into a. Yeah, you, you can. You say, I have the only freaking working uh, freaking toilet in the freaking Hubba Village. It's a hole in the freaking ground that I dug earlier and I clean it up every night. You, if you want to freaking come in and use this freaking toilet, you have to give me a squirrel. See, I was That's about to say business. that exact same thing, and I, I guarantee you if I did, you would find some problem with that. Oh, that's a freaking good idea. Yeah, that is bulletproof. But also, what about if you made freaking toilet paper out of squirrel hide? And people, uh, most people are just using their freaking hands and then going around without soap, and their hands are brown as the freaking dickens. And you c- can offer them something soft that is absorbative and that will keep them nice and clean so that their rear ends don't get freaking itchy during the day while they're freaking mm-hmm. hunting squirrels or trying to play with themselves. And then when they're done with it, they can use it as a freaking loincloth so it all comes full circle. Yeah, they wring it out, they pee on it, and then wring it out. So, geez louise, Donamanis, we're going to have to work a little bit harder because there are people out there that are suffering, Doug. As we heard from the last news story, the poor family in Florida is living off lemonades. So, geez louise, Donamanis, we got to freaking try to help. All right? We got to put our best freaking minds forward. And that leads me with cars and motorcycles, number five. So, if things get really freaking bad, obviously cars and motorcycles are out of the picture. We can't have them. We've burned them all. We've turned them into campfires in our villages for warmth through the freaking long, cold, freaking winter. But we have another option. And I mentioned this earlier. This is where the horses come in. But horses are not what you think. Horses are human beings that have been cast out of society and then selectively bred to have shorter, sturdier legs and rounder, scooped backs and walk on all fours and aren't taught to speak freaking language or do math or have any sort of freaking identity other than as a horse. But they are people, but we don't treat them as such. 
And these horse people are great for many things. One, transportation. So there you go, Doug. You freaking got yourself a freaking livery, and you freaking water these freaking horses, and you feed them freaking hay or freaking other horses that have dehydrated and died that are ground up, and you feed them to them unbeknownst to them. And then you trade freaking rides on these horses for trips to for squirrels by the freaking squirrel hunters that are freaking out and about daily or by the squirrel farmers who grow squirrels from the ground and or by the squirrel chefs who make freaking ground squirrel tacos with their freaking hide and their freaking bodies the point is that's a freaking business that you can easily have also people like to hunt the freaking horses for a sport and so you let a few of these go and then you pay people and people pay you through with squirrels to go and enjoy themselves in a nice hunting freaking match. There you go. Bing, bang, boom. That was freaking done. And Doug Jordan, congratulations. You have a job in the freaking hobo village. I don't think I want that job. All right. Well, number six, Sandy, the same man, freaking Farkas sports. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the main freaking sport here would obviously be freaking, as you mentioned earlier, freaking horse hunting, uh, which is not done for food because you cannot, do not freaking eat the horse people. Uh, you will get freaking sick. The, the meat is all, all, already spoiled uh, when when they're freaking alive. Yeah. Uh, so, but if you, please don't interrupt me. Uh, if you freaking, um, imagine, imagine the freaking sporting event, right? You, uh, uh, and, and people come to freaking watch. Uh, it's just it's just you and a couple of freaking horses and a freaking ring and it's and it's your job to kill all the horses before you freaking before you leave. Now all of a sudden you slap a freaking sponsorship on your freaking on your freaking jersey. It's I got you know uh, squirrel meat and then all of a sudden people see them so oh he freaking he gets his squirrels from this guy. I'm gonna go get that guy. I'm gonna go get my freaking squirrels from this guy. Yeah, perfect. And that's freaking business, Doug. Yeah. And at the end, you say, listen, I killed all those horses brutally in front of a large audience. And mind you, these are not real horses. These are actual human. They used to be human beings. And geez, Louise, down on my knees. Then you say something along the lines of the way I was able to do it was because I got big and strong off of freaking horse freaking meat, off of freaking squirrel freaking meat. And I got freaking and I got a nice, soft, unitchy freaking rear end because this guy sold me freaking toilet paper he made from squirrel hide. And people go to get that, Doug. Are you starting to see the wheels turn and how business works? That's freaking synergy, too. And then the guy freaking, because I brought freaking business into him, he's freaking giving me a little freaking, he's giving me a freaking cut of the freaking, of the freaking profits, Doug. And he's throwing me an extra freaking loincloth. And maybe a couple freaking squirrels here and there. See, Doug, that's sports. All right, Tadia Richard freaking coming up with number seven, geography. Well, Doug, one of the things you need to know about business is where the freaking business is done. And the the problem is in our hobo freaking village here in America, we just don't do business here anymore. The infrastructure is crumbling. People are losing their jobs. Freaking mothers are selling lemonade down by uh, the street in Florida. So we have to go where the freaking squirrel business is being done. And that's you freaking guessed it, Doug, China. Everything's going to take place in freaking China, Doug. What a freaking twist. That is a twist. 
freaking we got freaking Shyamalan. If, mm-hmm. And if I had known that from the beginning, I would have said then you would have things like freaking Orange, freaking Squirrel, and freaking General South Squirrel, and you would have freaking Squirrel and Broccoli, all these great freaking disses I could have done. I should have known that. Sometimes the order, it, I mean, the system's perfect, but sometimes the order screws you up. Yeah, well, it's okay. I think I think it's all, it's a learning process, and that's the beauty of this system. Yeah. And, Doug, that brings you up with number eight, the last one, miscellaneous, which everybody knows is sex, your favorite. Uh, I guess you'd sell yourself uh, to have for money for sex. Now, mind you, weakers and tweakers, we have mentioned this before. There are no women in this situation. They have left. They are on some paradise island that we know not how to get to. They have abandoned us. There are just weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and definitely mayo tarts. So... You just sell your body for sex, you were saying. Go on. Yeah, that's what you do, and you make a business out of it. Maybe you charge a squirrel or two, and then and then you, there you go. You got a business. You charge well, how, a squirrel to work? have sex with it? Is that what you just said? No, you charge other people. people. Are, to correct me if I'm freaking wrong. People are playing, paying you to watch you have sex with a squirrel. Yeah, I'm going to correct you. That, I, that's not what I was saying. You are wrong. Uh, I was saying that you would have sex with other people and you would get squirrels because there's no currency. Why would a squirrel want to watch you have sex with another person? So you're saying only broke people can have sex with squirrels because they can't pay. I'm not saying any of that. I literally said none of that. But here's the thing. You might be onto something. If you could train two squirrels to have sex in some sort of cage and then you leave the door open, other squirrels might be attracted to watching. And word of mouth travels because, like Tady was saying, sex sells. You might end up with a whole bunch of freaking squirrels in this giant cage and then you just trap the door and you got yourself a freaking meal. You take the freaking sex squirrels out, which you've trained to have sex with each other, and the pervert ones that wanted to see two squirrels have sex and play with themselves while they're watching are all stuck in your freaking cage and now you have basically trading power, money, food, anything you might want. And a a couple that you'd keep underneath your bed and pull out every once in a while and torture a little bit. Yeah. I think you finally got the business acumen of this, Doug. Yeah. Circle gets the square, Doug. That was excellent. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. And we'll see you freaking next week. Doug, I actually really liked the freaking thing you did at the beginning of the show. Your your sports test. It was great. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Uh, are you just saying that, or no? You prepared really well. Yeah, it was very well freaking researched, and and I thought you freaking composed yourself very well. You were speaking at a, a very good volume, uh, not too fast, not too freaking slow, which is uh, oftentimes a freaking issue that I find you have. Yeah, I just thought it was great. You're really well done. Yeah. Why why didn't you say that earlier? And why did it become a a thing that was mentioned several times throughout the show of how horrible it was? Well, Doug, we're not going to do that on the air. We're not going to tell you that it was good on the air. Make us look like a bunch of jackasses. If we were all just kissing each other's asses on this show, Doug, nobody would listen. Not good radio.